today on the god pod every talk show late night show they all played audio of me saying like trump called your wife ugly oh you said that to him yeah that was me i said trump called your wife ugly i said the insurrectionist wants to murder you i called him like a fat fuck i was like get the hell out of the city Do you know sports? What's your favorite sport? I like watching the NFL because of the concussions. There's no other reason you like it? You know, it reminds me of gladiators. Humans don't use the swords and axes and maces anymore, which I find disappointing. You're feeling like the world is almost over. Is that right, Satan? Oh yeah, it's in the air, baby. We all feel it. This is how it always goes. I'm depressed, Satan's doing great. I'm happy, Satan's depressed. Oh, I didn't say I'm depressed. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to rock. Keep telling yourself that, little buddy. Hi, humans. This is the God Pod. I'm God, and I can't believe you guys haven't gone extinct yet. The God Pod is a twice-weekly show where I, the Lord thy God, interview authors, scientists, comedians, and more. I also discuss all the latest current events with my co-hosts. Speaking of which, here's one now. Just one. It's my therapist, (laughs) the goddess Psyche. Hi, Psyche. (laughs) Hi, God. Hi, yeah, Satan's running late, as usual. Surprise, surprise. Are Are we shocked? Yeah, Satan rolled up on the wrong side of the lava pit. I feel like he's just really exhausted from Halloween. He was thriving. He was shining. It was his holiday. Like, we have to give him a break. Handing out fentanyl to children and helping Alone Musk. Alone Musk. <laughs> I thought of that last night in a dream. I see that you and Alone have quite the relationship on Twitter now every time I look. Yeah, I actually, can you believe this? Psyche, I mean, I was going to wait till later. This week, I insulted the richest man on the planet. Yeah. And he agreed with me. You know, I have to say, he's a really good sense of humor. Yeah, well, no, I don't agree with that. But I, <laughs> on this, I will give him props because I tweeted this week, if there's one thing we've learned from all this, it's that it's possible to be both the richest person on the planet and also extremely stupid. So I tweeted that. That's just a random thought observation I had. And Elon Musk responded with the 100 emoji. I got to give him some points for this. I give him one one point. For tweeting. Yep. One yeah. point for admitting that he's a moron. Sure. Okay, sure. because sure. That's, that's step one. That's step one. Every other thing that he's tweeting, every other thing that he's doing right now, it's not helping. Oh, hi. Satan, did you get a haircut? You're looking fresh today. It's called a hood. I'm wearing a hood. <laughs> oh, I don't see your horns because they're covered up by your hoodie. My house has bad insulation and it's fucking freezing in here. It's freezing yes. in hell. Hell is frozen over. Just lightly. Well, we were just talking about that. Satan, did you know that this week I insulted the richest human being on the planet and he agreed with me? What? I, the other day, tweeted, if there's one thing we've learned from all this, it's, it's that it's possible to be both the richest person on the planet and also extremely stupid. And Elon Musk, who's reading everything on Twitter right now, responded with a 100 emoji. You can check it out on my Instagram. Wow, God, that's big news for you, buddy. We're all so proud of you. Uh, Shut up, Satan. Fuck you. This must mean a lot just to you. (laughs) It means a lot. It was a little pat on the head. First of all, I got to take it as a good sign for free speech. 
when you insult the richest human being on the planet, and instead of being like, you're deleted, he agrees with you. However, once I saw that response, the first, my first thought was, holy shit, I better watch out for some fucking high-tech drones that are going to be spying on me in heaven, and he's probably going to delete me. I better not make fun of him again. He's noticed, but I have made fun of him again. I have doubled down. Oh. Has he written again? <laughs> no, he has um. not written back again. He's a little busy. We're going to get into that. There's yeah. a lot we've got planned for this episode. We have a very special guest today. Very special. Very special. He's the guy. Very special. Oh. Aton Levine. He's the guy Hi. who booed Ted Cruz to hell and back at the Yankee game a few weeks ago. Woo. Are you a fan of him, Satan? I don't know how. He works for me, but it's kind of like an annoying coworker where you're like, oh, my God, here comes Ted. Leave me alone, please. I guarantee you that he's walking around the, like the Texas Capitol, whatever, and is like, hey, we're doing after work drinks. And everyone's like, oh, hey, we're not doing that, Ted. No, that's a fact. Nobody likes Ted Cruz. No, I mean, I will say that after the thing happened, like I, the big response I got was that a lot of Republicans were pro what I did. <laughs> <laughs> and I think the Houston wow. Chronicle, uh, someone told me the Houston Chronicle wrote an article about it. And they were like, the one thing Yankee fans and Astro fans can agree on is that Ted Cruz sucks. Yeah, we're going to talk about all that. We're going to talk about Elon Musk. We're going to answer some questions during Ask God. We're going to do the Satan show. Wow, pumped. But just in case you didn't know, listener, we're making cartoons and videos now. Links to where you can watch them are all in the show notes of this episode. What's that? Well, you can um, look at the description and then click like show more. Check it out. They're pretty funny. Have you seen some of our cartoons? I have, yes. Yeah, they're great. Great, great. That's all That's all I want to hear. I think they're going to get Webby's, baby. <laughs> oh, we're going for the Webby. That's exactly... Early what... Webby contender, in my opinion. Early Webby buzz <laughs> yeah. is happening right now, starting with Aton. Oh, the Webby's. I forgot about those. Oh, yeah, right. Psyche. Psyche's obsessed with the little Webby's. <laughs> it's totally bribery, gang. You know that, right? You can buy yourself a Webby, just like an Emmy. It's like winning an Ad Week award. It's the same exact. <laughs> it's like winning a Golden Globe. It's yeah. totally worth it. <laughs> yeah. You just throw it in the trash after you're done. Yeah, the Web Foreign Press gets on board, folks. <laughs> <laughs> well, find the God Pod wherever you get your podcasts. The God Pod, have it Yahweh. Now let's officially get into it. God talks to the guy who booed Ted Cruz to hell and gone. At the Yankee game. That's, I'm going to make that to the title of this episode, gang, because I think that's going to get people excited. Oh, hell yeah. I love a good episode title right at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're like, oh, that's the title. Hey, man, what's your name again? Aton Levine. Uh, it's Hebrew, <laughs> as you know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I think I think the, the annoying thing that happened with that game was that, like, I'm a Met fan. Like, I went to watch <laughs> the Yankees lose. Like, I the Yankees... The Yankees Boo! were not. Are you Boo! a Yankee fan? Oh, God, is a Yankee fan? I hate this. You and the Kushners. That's it. <laughs> what? 
You and the Kushners, if you're a Yankee fan, you're a member of the Kushner family. It's why? Why is that? Why? Are you, are you kidding me? The Yankees are, if the if the Kushners came to life, they're uh, in, in the bottom row of that stadium. When I went to go and yell at Ted Cruz, well, I didn't go to yell at him. I just ran into him. It was cosmic. Uh, but when I went down there, he was taking pictures with a bunch of people because the bottom row loves him. The Yankees, you know, they're known as a more upper class. I'm a Met fan, baby. The biggest difference between the Mets and the Yankees is that the Yankees have the Yankee steak restaurant and the Mets have like a halal card on 57th and 3rd. You know, like that's... Uh, excuse yeah. me, Aton. But the biggest difference between the Yankees and the Mets is that the Yankees have won like 50 billion world titles and the Yankees are like one time in the 80s. Oh, congratulations. I didn't know that. This is the first sports <laughs> episode of the God Pod. I'm going to get booed so hard by this guy. Every time <laughs> every time the Yankee fans are bitter that the Mets fans are bitter, I'm like, what do you guys want like what do you guys have at all let us have bitterness what do you want from me yeah. here's all that i know i fell in love with those pinstripe uniforms like a hundred years ago okay and oh. and also the owner of the red sox traded babe ruth to the yankees and i was like fuck you and i cursed the red sox for like a hundred years and then just to smite him I made the Yankees good for a long time. Also, a thing I like about the Yankees is they don't allow those long hair and beards. You'd think that I would like that as someone who has a beard, but, you know, not on the not on the baseball diamond. I'm a Cubs fan. Oh, well, you had your, your thing. You know, you had your championship. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Cubs and Mets fans, they have some synergies. So like, no, oh, man, no, because who did the fucking Cubs beat in that series? The Yankees. No, I don't know. <laughs> it was the Mets. It was the one you... Oh! Good guess, though. Good guess. It was the Mets. No wonder they won. It was the only time in the history... <laughs> if the Mets were playing anyone else, we're always like the, under, the underdog. Like, oh, I hope the Mets get it. They're owned it. I think I should become a Mets fan. I do like rooting for the underdog. Why... Why am I such a bandwagon fan? It's like, why do I hate the Jets and smite them so much? I should root for the uh, the little guy, the underdog. The David versus Goliath, if you will. What about the Nets? Did you ever notice that East Coast is the Mets, the Jets, the Nets? Like, Well, we can't talk about the Nets right now. I mean, <laughs> with Kyrie. Yeah, what is up with that? I don't, this is the thing. As a Jewish man, uh, as the representative of the Jews, the king of the Jews, if you will. Uh, I. <laughs> oh, awesome. Wow, I did not know we were getting that big of a guess. Listen, as a man with a, a, a crown of thorns, I feel obligated wow. to make a statement. No, I think that the the ADL, basically Kyrie Irving posted that anti-Semitic video and, you know, like, and then no one did anything and then enough people complained. And then eventually the Nets and the ADL released a joint statement of Kyrie Irving that was like, he's really, really sorry. He's going to give us 500. He's going to give us a million bucks between the Nets and, and, the, and Kyrie. So he made, he said a bunch of anti-Semitic shit. No, he retweeted an Amazon video that was, I can't say the title because I don't want to, because I want to have a job. He retweeted something that was anti-Semitic. Yeah. And then he like didn't back down when people were like. He didn't back down. So what happened, the Nets and the ADL met with together and then they didn't meet with Kyrie. They met with Kyrie's lawyer. 
And then they released a statement. And then the next oh. day, Kyrie like made some like had a crazy press conference where he said a bunch of like wackadoodle shit. And then the ADL turned around and said, we're not taking your money, which is a good move. They should not have taken that money to begin with. Right. So this is not their first rodeo. Yeah. With this type of stuff. He's an anti-vax crazy guy. He's a fucking flat earther. Anti-vax, so. flat earth, anti-Semite. Yeah. He hates it all. <laughs> I just love Kevin Durant. People still love Kevin. I, you know, he's, uh, he kind of wanted this a little bit, you know, he, he asked for the players to come in and he knew Kyrie was crazy and they brought him in and, and it exploded. Also, I mean, they're about to hire Ime Doka, the, the, uh, Belson Celtics coach who has. Okay. Like, we're losing. Wrestling. I feel like we're yeah, losing yeah, yeah, listeners yeah, yeah. now because we're getting too deep <laughs> in the weeds. Here's the thing, listener. You have to understand. Aton is a sports guy, right? You, you have a show on Amazon. That's right. Game Breakers on Amazon every day, 2 to 4 p.m., baby. Woo! And that's going to be talking about all sports or... Sports culture, so it's a lot of the big stories. And then also we're, like, talking more some of the alternative stuff. Like, you know, I'm a big F1 guy. Uh, You know, Mm -hmm. we had a whole segment on cornhole scandals yesterday. Wait, wait, wait. You have a section on cornholes? We have a section on cornholes, but it's not the kind that you're talking about. Yeah, they were boiling the bags. They were making the bags smaller. Oh, my God. The ball bags? That's yeah. in, That's a genius way of doing it. The ball bags that are right next to the cornholes? Yeah. all the, they, it was uh, What they did was that they also, it was a $15,000 trophy. <laughs> we're having two different conversations, but he's still going with it. I love it. Oh, was that a butthole joke? Yes. I didn't get that either. I was actually really interested in them boiling their, <laughs> their ball bags. Yeah. And now I hear it. Now I hear it. Yeah, now I hear it. <laughs> it's good. Now I hear it. Now I hear it. So you were there to boo the Yankees. Not to boo. I was going to go watch the Yankee fans be sad. <laughs> and how did you get a front row seat? I did not. I was sitting, and this is not joking, the last row behind home plate, like the wall, like section 400. Area. And then how, but but you ended up next to Ted Cruz booing him in his face. How did that happen? So I went down. So what happens, I go down to watch the trophy ceremony because I wanted to see, I, I'm a Met fan. How often, we never get to see the trophy ceremony. Oh, you're a sea thief. Got it. Well, no, after the thing happened. <laughs> That's okay, bro. That's okay. <laughs> we all do it. We all move. <laughs> Come on. See, no one was sitting there. No one was sitting next to Ted Cruz <laughs> for some reason. So the game was over. Like they had already lost. So then I was walking down. And then when I got down to the bottom level, I like, I'm just like really just like right in front of him. The cherry on top. Yeah. And the funny part was that like, he looks a lot more like the penguin than you would think. Uh, (laughs) No, he looks like the penguin online too. But like his body is like penguiny shaped. And he's got like, his hair is How tall is he? uh, regular heighted, but like there's a what is regular uh, height to you, Aton? I mean, my height, six five. No, I <laughs> no, five, I'm, ten. I'm five ten, yeah, five ten. Well, so he's only five ten. He he acts like he's six four, yeah, yeah. And he, you know, he he had there's like you know, he's got a little bit of a belly and stuff. I mean, he's not like a not in shape, regular, but he just his face look, yeah, his face looked like the penguin from Batman. Oh, dude, he looks, he's always looked like the penguin. No, but I, you got to see him in person. It is more penguin than you can ever imagine. I don't want to see him in person until final judgment. I'm looking at the picture of him at the game so I could really envision what. Yeah, oh, that's a good idea. Oh, yeah, watch the video of Aton booing him. And there was a, a picture of somebody booing him and uh, and everyone thought that that was me. 
but it wasn't. That was just someone else who looked like me that was also booing him. Oh, that was some other dude. So did you start the booing? Were you the first boo? No. Ah, damn it. Who was? Let's get him. So the first thing that happened was that apparently he sat down at the beginning of the game back when I was in the 400 stands and people started booing him and then they moved him out to, because it was like disruptive. And then he came back for the eighth inning. Uh, and that's where, so when I went down there, like people had already, he, he'd been booed twice in like mass to that point. And then when I went down there, it was like silent. He was taking pictures with a bunch of like rich people that were on the, the bottom level. And then I take out my phone to like maybe say something. And then someone to my left booed for like a second. And then when he booed, I went off. And it was like six years of, of emotional anger. Oh, wow. Just so, were like you, unleashed. so were you in the video booing him or were you just the one boo taking the video? I'm taking the video and yelling at him. Oh, like so that's how that's yeah. why you went viral for this because you were recording. Yeah. And that was my voice. No, but that always, was my voice, though. Always record, folks. Thank you. Always record. Body cams. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. Yeah. So I just, I, I, he, one person goes off, and then I'm, I'm you know, it, just, it was weird where it's like, I, I didn't think, I didn't think of anything ahead of time to say to him. Like, it just kind of like, and you didn't know that you had the courage to boo a senator, right? I, I mean, I, I knew I had the courage to do it. I didn't see it happening. When you went to the stadium that night, you didn't know that this was gonna how it was gonna turn out. No, in fact, the only reason I knew that he was there really was because uh, Jason Selvig from uh, from uh, Good Liars. Yeah, he yeah. had posted a picture of him up there, so I kind of knew that he was in the stadium. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're trying to get Jason on the podcast, but he's he's so busy. He's so busy trolling the right, doing the Lord's work. So, how did he take it? He likes it, doesn't he? He gets off on it. I think that. Yes, first of all. The penguin was like. <laughs> he sounds like Wario. Yeah. It's a, well, he sounds like, yes. He's like, thank you, guys. You know, he has like that kind of voice. <laughs> when, he, when he went on Megan Kelly the next day and they played in my video where just people are yelling at him, he's like, he was like, one word for that man, scoreboard. Like, as if that meant anything to me. Oh, because the Yankees <laughs> lost to the Astros and whatever. Every That morning, every, and that night, like, every talk show, late night show, they all played audio of me saying, like, Trump called your wife ugly. Oh, you said that to him? Yeah, that was me. I said, Trump called your wife ugly. I said, the insurrectionist wants to murder you. I called him, like, a fat fuck. I was like, get the hell out of the city. Jesus, can you play the audio from this clip? What was his reaction to it? So he's like ignoring it mostly, but then like, because I think he's used to it. I think he goes to places. He's, oh, yeah. He's like, I'm getting attention. I'm going to be on Megyn Kelly tomorrow. I might even make Tucker. <laughs> I, 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 th I think that also there's a thing where it's like he has been caught recently responding to this stuff. And like someone... Like someone made some comment about Uvalde to him uh, and like the ma and his like non-response to the massacre out there. And like he tried to fight the guy back and like it did not go like well. So I think that he also is starting to like take a step back from it. But like when I said the Trump's called your wife ugly thing, eye contact. 
Like, oh! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> what did the eye contact say? I mean, he, because he, he was, I mean, he, for a second, he was like, like, you know, like, I don't think that he had ever been <laughs> you said, like that Because you said his wife, and you're not Trump, so therefore he can, he can take out his anger against Trump on you. Well, what I was hoping for is by calling, saying that someone called his wife ugly, that I would get a nomination for the presidential <laughs> election. <laughs> I, you know, like he, I like to think also partly that like, because remember what happened, like Trump called his wife ugly. And then he was like, you don't talk to another man like that. Like Shane Gillis has a really good, really, really good uh, joke about like how those first presidential debates, like. Those debates were so fucking funny, man. I still remember. I still remember the time where like. Ted Cruz was trying to one up Marco Rubio on like Spanish heritage. This was before Trump really came in the scene. And he was yes, like, Yes. Or in Espanol, por favor, Marco. <laughs> and it's like the Spanish was so simple and his accent was so bad that it was just funny. It was like Bloomberg telling, uh, <laughs> you know, when he's like, stay off the roads. He's like, Steo Ofo El Rodo Della FDR Parkway. Like Michael Scott trying to speak Spanish. We'll be right back after these messages. So, how has this viral moment of karmic justice affected your life so far? The first thing is that I, I mean, I definitely am getting overwhelming support, obviously. That's like the first thing. Everyone seemingly liked this. There was, uh, which is, we, it's weird and rare. Republicans in Houston don't like him because he did the Cancun stuff. So this was like, he's not a liked person anyways. And if he wasn't a Republican, like the most disliked human, like how is he a Senator? I, if you take, cause it's, if you take his name out and you put TK, TK, other Republican dude in Texas, he'd win. Like, that's the thing is that people don't like him. And the fact that Beto kind of comes ever a little wait, bit. Wait, 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 wait. Is his name Beto? Beto, Beto. His name isn't I think it's Beto. Well, I'm full of hate. No. <laughs> <laughs> I could smell it on you. I could smell it Beto on you. Beto is kind of cool, though. Like, yeah. it sounds like a beatnik. Yeah, old Beto. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Beto, like, it shouldn't come close to winning those elections. But he wins. You know, he comes close just because people don't like him out there. Um, so I think the, the first thing was that, like, you know, it made Colbert played it. Kimmel played it. Wow. Daily Show, you know, had like a section of it. Um, Ari Melber. Wow. Yeah. yeah, Ari Melber, baby. Yeah, forget those other ones. Melber. Uh, uh. Howard Stern can can say whatever he and Howard Stern was on uh, did a thing on it also apparently. I, nice. I and now here we are. Welcome to the last stop on the train. Which I'm happy for. <laughs> <laughs> ding you know? ding ding ding. Train just came into station. I'm happy for. <laughs> Your moment has ended. Like, you know, like I, I thankfully, like I have like a management infrastructure that, you know, was able to like make sure that they knew, you know, I had friends on those shows. Yeah. Uh, let's process and more just be like, you know. Can I get that manager that you have? Yeah. Uh, maybe. You, yes. Is that inappropriate? To, anyway. It's um, Michael Avenatti. No, I. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he go to prison? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's got a lot of time to focus on my career. Uh, finally. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think he is in prison, actually. I think you're right about that. Yeah, yeah, he got busted. But, you know, like, I, I think they know who I am now, which is, like, kind of nice. Hopefully, like, as my career. Yeah, I you seem like a chill dude. I, I will say I'm happy that my face wasn't on the video. Yeah, bro. I don't like, I, like, it's, I, I don't trust that side. 
when they use your video like that, do they pay? Um, I do know that Fox News did uh, reach out and uh, through another company, by the way, that they hide. If you ever a get shell, a, a, a shell company, oh, a shell wow. company, I think it was called FTX or something. Uh, but they reached out. You know, I I do get paid. And they're for... the only ones that offer money because they know you're going to say no. Uh, yeah. I mean, I told them. I said, don't put this up unless I'm on air with it. I was like, I don't. You can't put it there unless. They so you're willing to go on Fox News. Yeah, I'll fucking talk to them. I don't you're care. You're willing to I, go. You're willing to go and Tucker Carlson. Have you have you seen me over talk you so much in this podcast? I'm joking. Like, <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I, I have no judgment. If you could go on Tucker Carlson and tell and and yell obscenities at him, that would be amazing. I, I know. I get the game. I understand what he does. He just talks. That's why he would never have you on. Yeah. And that's why they didn't have me on. Like it, they, you know, I know it, it was on. So then the thing was like Megan Kelly's podcast. They played it for Tucker, sorry, for Ted Cruz. And I, the only thing I, I know is that, so I didn't even know that she didn't have a show. So I actually emailed them and I was like, oh. I told you guys, you cannot use this clip. And then later on, I realized that it was her fucking podcast. She's no longer on Fox News. Um, so can we use your clip? No. Oh, damn it. No. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, no, of course you guys can use my clip. I also like if Colbert. I didn't know you had to ask to use clips on the podcast. I think that uh, Colbert Kimmel. I think that it's subjective. I think that it's like video is one thing, audio it's like. Yeah, who cares? And what am I going to do? Hire a lawyer and like have him do? You know. Yes, me. You did say something about his ugly wife, so I think it's only fair game that he should get. <laughs> Well, I do. Okay, so uh, what the funny thing about that? Yeah, he is pretty ugly too. Did I say pretty? Very. I there's Shane Gillis has like a really funny joke about those presidential like uh, debates, and the joke was like in the beginning, the first debate, you know, like candidate one came out and was like, "I am pro education," and everyone's like, "Oh, good, good, good." And the second guy is like, "Oh, like I am pro second amendment rights," and everyone's like, "Oh, good, good, good." And then Donald Trump is like, "Ted Cruz's wife is ugly," and then. Everyone in the audience was like, oh, shit. Oh, oh! he just said he had a little dick. Yeah. <laughs> Literally he did that to Marco Rubio. And everyone was like, how much lower can they go? And they're like, he did it. They're like, he went lower. <laughs> they were like, yes, let's make him president. This is America now. We can finally presidential candidates can say fuck now. Hey, we're here now. Listen, President Logan Paul is coming. Brace yourself. <laughs> oh, no. I'm going to have to run against him. Oh, please, please, yes. Se Secretary of the Interior, Mr. Beast. What's happening? <sighs> yeah. Did you know that Mr. Beast has a fucking, like, chain, a burger chain? Yeah. Ooh? I do. If you look, go, go check on your DoorDash or Uber Eats or whatever. It's called Beast Burger. He's making bank off it. You might just see Miss, Mr. Beast Burger, and it's fucking insane. How rich you can get off of filling a house full of Legos and swimming around in it and just doing shit and then taking that money and spending it on another big thing like that. $55 million a year alone just from YouTube. Yeah. And then I think he's making a, I think there's a Beast Burger is like, has like a hundred million dollar revenue. Oh like, my God. Actually, like some oh, why am I so bad with money? It's crazy. But he also, listen, I'm from New Jersey. Are you guys East Coast, anybody East Coast people here at all? No? I live in heaven. Psyche's in heaven for now. And Satan is in hell. Hell, but also 
uh, Hartford, Connecticut. That's uh, really where <laughs> Satan lives. That's the portal between the two. Well, that's not new news. Uh, <laughs> uh, but there's a mall, this failed mall in Jersey, that that American Dream Mall. And for years, they've been trying to like make this thing happen. Mr. Beastburger goes in there, and all of a sudden, people show up. Oh my! Like, I, I didn't even know. It, wow. Are you serious? It's called the American Dream Mall. America is ruled by. If you can conquer YouTube right now. That's the keys to America, apparently. I better invest in some fucking YouTube ads. Find a little kid that knows editing and has a personality and you will be wealthy. Did you see this story? This happened recently. A man in a Nazi uniform walked into a bar in New York City. This is not a- And I already apologized. This is a no, setup. <laughs> this is not a setup for a joke. He got heckled out of the bar with people saying, what's wrong with you? He's lucky he didn't get, you know, uh, a real New York welcome. Was that you? Were you there? Were you the one booing him? <laughs> I think that was actually Michael Rappaport, but I could be wrong. Yeah. I saw it on his Instagram. I don't know if it was him. Are you boo man? I wish I could. Honestly, I wanted to go to the Nets game after the Kyrie stuff was happening and uh, like start doing a series where I go and yell. There at should people. be someone yeah. who's boo man. Yeah, I want to. I would totally be boo man. Can this be a segment on your show? I'm totally up for it. I once we get an infrastructure. Boom! Here, I mean, just capitalizing on your existing brand and success. I, I'm. That's the thing I want to do. I'm pitching right now. I'm pitching to someone with a show on Amazon. Can we be a guest on your show? Thousand percent. You just have to keep it PG-14. Does your show go out on the Amazon Prime Network? Oh yeah, you can check it out on a Prime uh, Video. It's uh, on the sports side of it. Cool. Bro, we're going to be so famous, bro. I'll come on and talk sports all day long because I can do that. Do you know sports? What's your favorite sport? I My favorite sport's probably, I like watching the NFL. Yeah. Good, good, good. Because of the concussions. There's no other reason you like it? That's it. It reminds me of gladiators. Humans don't use the swords and axes and maces anymore, which I find disappointing. <laughs> And, you know, MMA just doesn't really cut it. It just ends up looking like they're having sex. And then, uh, but yeah, when I see two just beasts just <laughs> smash their skulls into each other, I like that. It, these are massive, massive people. You ever been next to an NFL player at all? I like betting on the sports, too. That's satanic of you. <laughs> Satan, it's, it's my only vice. That and weed. I don't like to interfere with the games as a result because that ruins the fun of betting. So yeah. don't pray to me for your team. You're like the White Sox scandal. <laughs> <laughs> it's a 1917 reference, I'm pretty sure. Let them escape hell, Satan. What the hell? They they just want to play in the field of dreams. Is Shoeless, uh, Shoeless Joe Jackson in hell or heaven? This, this is going above my head. I, I wish I could say anything right now. <laughs> We're running out of time. It's time to move on to group therapy. Thank you, Aton. You, you care to stick around while we discuss other things? Yeah. I, Woo! I got a heart out in 16 minutes. Well, let me start. This is group therapy with Psyche, and I always ask the question, and I'm going to ask our guest the question, how are you really? Very, very tired and overwhelmed and excited, I think is what the three things have been kind of permeating my life. Are you a believer in therapy and stuff like that? Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I actually was in therapy and then I was out of therapy cool. for a little bit. And then I, oh yeah, big therapy head. Love it. Everyone should do it. Uh, and then I was out. What's of, up? What's up? Yeah, therapy. First, actually first therapy session, I asked my, I, I made my therapist laugh really, really hard at something. 
That's the goal of therapy, well, right? And then I was you like, you want to charm them? Yeah. Yep. You're trying to win them over. I I was like, hi. I made you laugh before you made me cry. I have won therapy. I won. Yeah. <laughs> and then she said back, I'll never forget that she just said back. She goes, she looked at her paper. She goes, why is that important to you? <laughs> oh, fucking started crying. Like I thought that that was the funniest. Like like yeah, one one o therapy. Yes, it's very important that everyone like me. Which is like a problem. So yes, I love that you're a, you're a therapy head. This is so exciting. We love therapy heads. We love therapy heads. Right now we're trying to get through to God and Satan and they've been last week we role played on how are you really as cuz you know it's good to get into the other person's mind. And we we also became children. And you became children. The six-year-old version of ourselves. I don't know how that got started. So, but. God, Satan, how are you really today? Um, I'm doing good. I'm hanging out with Boo Man. Yeah. I'm going to be on an Amazon show. Maybe Satan and others will come with me. I don't know. I don't know. We're getting exposure. I got the news today that I'm going to be a guest on the Scalar Brothers podcast. Whoa! Which is for me, who's never been like a guest on anything before. Like what? Getting any exposure? What? The original name for the show that they that they that we were kind of pitching around was Cheap Seats. And I had to be like, guys, there is another show called Cheap Seats. Their show is called Dumb People Town. Apparently they're gonna interview God. This is like my big break that I've been waiting for. This'll be really on the comedy fun. outskirts. That's awesome. Yes. Congratulations. What do you think of that, Satan? Oh man, I'm so jealous. Oh, <laughs> Oh God, we're so proud of you, man! And gosh, we're Bro, so. Bro, you want to come with? Oh man, I'm busy. So I'm excited. I'm happy. We're very excited for you. We're all so very excited for you. You tell them about me. No, <laughs> I'm on the upswing. Woo! For the moment, uh, but you know what happens after the upswing? The inevitable and painful downswing. Has God ever tweeted something uh, that could potentially come back up at surface? Oh, good question. What do you mean? Have you tweeted anything like? Like racist. I don't. I don't like saying? Mexicans. Yeah, <laughs> like something bad. Never. No. Then you're golden. No, yeah, I'm not worried. What about Israel, then you won't have a downfall. <laughs> about Israel, God's never talked about Israel on Twitter. That's crazy that God's never even mentioned Israel. I've definitely avoided it on the Twitter. I may have talked about it on the podcast before, but good luck finding it, motherfucker. Because <laughs> if you do, that means you'll listen to like 200 episodes. So cool. Yeah, let's move on. Oh, Satan, how's your review? What am I? Who am I to end therapy? Uh, you know, I'm doing great. You know, the world is still, even though we're all happy, the world is still coming to a close. And I'm really happy to finish out this last chapter in, in a strong way. You know, really, really get to it. What? We're at kind of at the, the third act, po post-climax, the the falling action, and I am This really... is depressing. That's sad. <laughs> post-climax. So this is the smoking a cigarette phase? Yeah, this is, uh, what did we learn from this movie? <sighs> was life on Earth as good for you as it was for me? Oh, I like that. That's a good, that's a good sign. That's a good, that's a good one. <laughs> you had a great time. You flooded people. You <sighs> killed, made fathers choose kill their sons you know you just you were great you really charged something loose there tiger you're feeling like the the world is almost over is that right satan oh yeah it's in the air baby we all feel it this is how it always goes i'm depressed satan's doing great i'm happy satan's depressed oh i didn't say i'm depressed i'm ready to go i'm ready to rock 
Oh yeah, sure. Keep telling yourself that, little buddy. You know what? You know what lives on longer than the world, though. Because it's in the cloud, the Sklar Brothers podcast, baby. That's yeah. right. That's, That's right. right. It doesn't live on American That's servers. Right. It lives in the moon. And Super Bowl titles. That lives on forever. forever. It sure does. You're always an Olympian. Except for when the world ends. <laughs> Your podcast will always be out there. The God Pod will always be available. Future civilizations are not going to give a flying fuck who won Super Bowl 50. All right. <laughs> I like to think that if aliens ever come to the world after human race has been extinct, they're, they're going to find this podcast and learn of the world. The first thing that they're going to say is take us to John Alloway. <laughs> no, the first thing they're going to say is Ted Cruz, your wife is ugly. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> you fucking fuck. Fuck you, you fucking ugly fuck. Commandment one, Ted Cruz is ugly. <laughs> they can make their own. <laughs> Well, can we move on, Psyche? Or do, did you want us to ask you how you're doing? I just get shunned in the corner. I'm very good. Thank you very much. Halloween was a success. I gave oh, out 1,800 1, pieces of candy. And so I'm a happy, happy kid. Do you live in like a high trafficked kid very area? Very high traffic. Okay, very high traffic. Lots of kids in heaven. 1,800 pieces of candy? That's a lot. You had eighteen hundred kids come to your door. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? Heaven. Heaven. There's a lot of children. Yeah, that's insane. How did you know eighteen hundred? Because I had eighteen hundred pieces of candy. Wow, yeah. that's fun that's to bought. get to. How many bags is that? It was. I bought two hundred and fifty dum dum like packs, and then there was like one like random like Skittles one. You're used to this type of traffic. Yes. So let's move on to reading some nice reviews while we have time. God's favorite thing. Psyche, can I hear you read the reviews? Oh, yes. Meow, 2001. What a, what a year to be alive. Um, author is Meow, 2001. Title, love it. Country, United States, five stars. And then the review is, love it. <laughs> you know what? It's short and sweet, and I'll take it. I'll take it. But this one is from CastBox, which we love CastBox. Um, it is I Toy 37 Space 37. This is my okay. first episode, and it's amazeballs. Or as Elfer says, it's tight. Lucifer. Lucifer. Wow. Oh. Elfer. I put Elfer. People know that you say tight now. That's one of your like tight. catchphrases. Tight. By the way, Satan, while we're on the subject of you, people are getting very upset that you have not showed up to Satan HQ even once on the Discord. Yo, pay me. Pay you? <laughs> pay me. No, I'm kidding. I'll show up. $8 a post. I've been there. They, I just don't use the name Satan, but I guess I'll use the name Satan this time and I'll show up. Yes, you do. Satan is here. That's your handle, right? But I have a secret handle. <gasps> da, da, da. Really? Yeah. So you've been trolling us this whole time. Well, thank you for that review, iToy. Calling us amazeballs <laughs> and tight. Anything with balls, God is um, happy. We're, we're some tight amazeballs. That is the best praise we can get all right psyche please read this first question from ask god this is asked by our, our, our listeners on our discord server banana princess god do you have a favorite bizarre animal slash animal fact no okay good question 
No, but then they go on to say what theirs is. One that I learned recently is that an octopus has nine brains, one in the main body and one for each arm. The main brain is shaped like a donut and goes around the esophagus. If an octopus overeats, it can cause brain damage. Some things you must have made while on some interesting bud. Yes. So that I would say I'm going to claim that as my favorite bizarre animal fact. That's that's pretty amazing, right? I have a semi-animal fact. Oh Ooh. yes, please share. I ha- so I grew up like Orthodox, like modern Orthodox Jewish. Oh cool. wow, like Kushner level. But I went. I lived in Israel for a year uh, in a yeshiva, and while I was there, I met this rabbi named Rabbi Slifkin, who's the zoo rabbi. And uh, what he does is he goes through the Bible and finds all of the animals that are just listed as Hebrew, and he would figure out what animal they were. And he got put into like, uh, like he gets expelled from like the Hasidic community because he would say stuff like, oh yeah, that's not a mythical thing. That's a giraffe. And they'd be like, fuck you. Like, so he, <laughs> like he got kicked out of like the, like the ultra Orthodox community for trying to like list all of the animals in the Torah. And now he runs the biblical zoo in Israel. Like the one nice. zoo wow. is him. Yeah. You can- wow. Wow. The best revenge is living well, folks. Faith and fossils. That was his big book. That also is a half animal fact, a semi-animal fact. I was like, how do you say a semi-animal fact? But <laughs> you landed you it. it. I almost booed <laughs> the shit out of you. <laughs> yeah, don't be an anti-semi-fact. All right. Next one is from Podden J420. Okay, Podden J420. What do we think he's gonna ask about? Payton J420. Could you create a bud so dank that even you couldn't take a bong rip off it? There it is. No, because you can always take a hit. You can always take one more hit. (laughs) I mean, what's the worst that's going to happen? I'm going to fall asleep and shit myself. Whatever. We'll be right back after these messages. Let's move on to uh, blessings and smites. This is the part of the show, Eitan, where we bless the things from the show that we liked. We smite the things that we hated. So I'll go. So like, I'm going to bless Aton for coming on our show. Woo! I think tight. This was tight. This was so fun. It's always fun to have a special guest. Um, Aton brought the heat. So I really appreciate that. I also want to do another blessing to God for being a guest on the Scalar Brothers, Dumb People Town. So we're very excited for God and just bringing more love here. And then also I'm going to give some blessings to the cartoons for being really funny, um, really into them. Um, and I'm going to um, smite um, the Astros for beating the Yankees. Wow, you're you're really like, you know, you're saying all the things I like right now. You're yeah. buttering me up. Yeah, yeah. Because, Is it because I'm going on the Scar Brothers? You know, it should have been the Mets that won, but they didn't have the opportunity to play the Astros. The assholes, exactly. Fuck you. Yeah. Wow. You're speaking my language. Yeah. <laughs> psyche, bless Psyche. That's how it's done. Wow. Aton, do you want to take a swing at this? Yeah, I want to bless turkey bacon. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. You know, healthier bacon, a little salt on your eggs. I like it. And I would like to curse the fact that now I have to get up early for a job. And now I can't sleep late on the weekends because my body thinks every day is a Monday and I want to sleep until 2 p.m., but I wake up at 8 and can't go back to sleep 
without like taking a hit or something like, you know, what time do you go to sleep? Uh, I, well, I, I do comedy in the city, so I'm usually in bed by like two o'clock in the at night. Oh, wow. You're sleeping six, six hours a night, huh? But then you you work a job, too. Yeah. I, every Well, now I, I be up at 10. Because he's got then, a new job for Amazon. My new job. Eitan, I think I think you're burning the candle at both ends. You might have to cut back on on the Amazon job. Stick with the cinema. I get a salary when I get, when I can get drink tickets. You know who needs who needs money when you have the res, the respect of everyone in that bar at that moment. Uh, I would like to also curse drink tickets. It's not a a, a form of payment. Oh hell yeah. If you will. But yeah, those are my blessings and my curse. And then with that, I do have to start hopping off. Perfect. Uh, yes, same. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. So much fun. Hey, Tom Levine. Yeah, let me know when you guys are in uh, New York. For sure. Will do. Satan's always kind of in New York, so I'll see you there. Oh, that's so Thank funny. you, and, Boo Man. And yeah, once we get the show up and running and stuff like that, I'd love to have you guys on it and everything. For Woo! Sure. All right, have it going, guys. See you. Everyone, bye. Bye, Psyche. And now it's time for the Satan Show. Movies, cinema. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? And drama at the celebrities' houses. It's the Satan Show. Hey guys, welcome back. It's Satan. We've got a delicious show for you. If you can see this, we're jumping into our first story. Christians are furious at Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly for sexy priest costume. This is breaking national headlines as the world plunges deeper and deeper into socioeconomic peril. The Christians are mad at Machine Gun Kelly. Wow. Yep. And I'm looking at photos here. These are, needless to say, very sexy. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, next story. Ricky Gervais. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Ricky yes, Gervais. Went on a tweet liking spree after James Corden plagiarized his joke. Did you see this, Satan? This was outrageous. Have you seen? Have you really seen this? I actually have not. <sighs> what is it? So basically, if you play like a, a recent James Corden joke side by side with a, one of Ricky Gervais's stand-up routines, it's word for word, like stolen from that, and so. I don't know how something like this happens on a show, Satan. You're more in touch with uh, Holly Weird than I am. Was this one of his staff writers just deciding to fuck fuck him because they hate him? Maybe not because they hate him, but maybe because they were out of jokes and they thought nobody would notice. No way. But I don't think James Corden was like, oh, let me do this. I think. No no way in hell would he fuck himself like that because it's a word for word ripoff. And I just wanted to get to the bottom of this, Satan. Uh, did you? No. No one has gotten to the bottom of it. I... And it looks like that's a classic Satan show mystery. <laughs> <laughs> it's unsolved mysteries. I have deployed Jesus to Hollywood weird to find out. Oh, great. What, how, is he liking it? Uh, I haven't heard from him in like five hours. So, so he must be liking it. All right. Next story. Kanye West fan creates GoFundMe to help him regain billionaire status. This is devastatingly sad. Let's move on, Christian. <laughs> Wait, what? Elon Musk fans. It's not sad. It's not sad. It's hilarious. Oh, you know what? Oh, yeah, it is sad because it's a fan doing it 
it's hilarious in a oh buddy kind of way you know like, oh, I, I, for no. a second i you know what i misread misheard this i thought you said that kanye west had created a gofundme <laughs> to help him regain billionaire status that would be hilarious a fan doing it for him yo they don't need the help yeah buddy <sighs> Buddy. Have you guys seen this? Christian Elon Musk fans worried that they championed the devil after he wore satanic costume. Uh oh. Elon Musk, he he wore he was basically you for Halloween. Yeah, look at this. This is a very interesting costume, Elon. I wonder why. It's a very interesting take. Did you feel flattered, Satan? I felt so flattered. I well, actually, I'm a little bit like, ooh, buddy. <laughs> Th- this I know week, you're trying to be funny. And e- Elon dressed up as you. And responded to a tweet from me. So I think we're close to getting him on the podcast. Oh, 100%. And then we can just unload both barrels. Yes. And he is going to be a horrific guest to have. (laughs) Have you guys seen this? Also following up on Elon. Elon Musk fully misses the point after Stephen King protests $20 a month Twitter verification charge. He decided to lower it to $8 a month because of Stephen King. The world we live in is broken and hilarious. Seriously, this is the funniest thing. I know you know about this, Satan. Oh, yeah. I know about this. This is the funniest fucking thing that's happened all week. And it's probably will happen all month, all year. Stephen King says, $20 a month to keep my blue check. Fuck that. They should pay me. If that gets instituted, I'm gone like Enron. Elon Musk responds to him, we need to pay the bills somehow. Twitter cannot rely entirely on advertisers. How about $8? So the fact that he lowers it by $12 immediately <laughs> to me is hilarious. And I don't know how he landed on eight bucks, but it, uh, or, or, or that he thinks the issue is that Stephen King, a multi multi-millionaire can't afford it. It's the principle of the thing you fucking moron. It's very interesting to change the complete, way a website works it's something that's been free forever and and, and Stephen king touches on a very important point if anything they should be paying the people that are some of the main draws for the website like he has all these celebrities paying for them satan what what are you doing i'm not i'm just i'm just highlighting and not highlighting things i'm just fooling around you're distracting me (laughs) And so the funny thing is, he says that Twitter cannot rely on advertisers alone. Okay, so he needs people to pay. The reaction from everyone has been, fuck that, we're not paying. I did an informal poll the other day and asked, would you pay eight bucks a month for this? And uh, 97% of the 5,000 respondents I got said no. And I could apply for a blue check. If I paid the eight bucks a month, Satan... I could be verified on Twitter as God moving forward. So you know what? I might be the exception to the rule. I might be willing to pay for this because I yes. think that would be hilarious. Twitter verification has been something you're really, really trying to get. Yes. For everyone else, it would be, you know, sad because then everyone knows that you're paying. But for me, it would be sad, but it would also be funny. Yes. I think it so would be funny. It's eight bucks. You know, I, some people are going to pay for it. But they they can't rely only on the eight bucks. They need the money from the advertisers. But big companies are starting to suspend advertising on Twitter now. Oh, fun. Have you guys seen about this? Uh, Twitter, big companies are starting to suspend advertising on Twitter. Have you guys heard this? 
seen about this? Wow. Have you guys been looking around? Wow. So this is his first week. I think I also said this week that he's he's really reminding me like Michael Scott. Very Michael Scott energy. Except without all the charm or business acumen. I would even say it's more less Michael Scott, more Ryan from the office when he gets hired <laughs> into the CEO. Ryan started the fire. Exactly. He, the whole thing's on fire. Like Michael Scott would actually have it going in a good direction, probably, mm -hmm. you know, 55 ways to save Twitter in 55 days. He would get it done. And that's it for the Satan show. Thank you guys so much for coming. We'll be right back after one thing by finger 11. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Satan. Bless Satan. Bless Psyche. Bless Aton for joining us. Bless him for booing uh, Ted Cruz, the penguin. <laughs> and smite smite alone musk do you like that satan is that good enough wordplay if i called him alone musk that's pretty bad that's fun for this episode right at the end <laughs> <laughs> but don't ever say it again <laughs> i didn't say that i didn't say that <laughs> it's just not there i want it to be there but it's not okay uh smite him smite all these other pricks you know the ones all right, I want to uh, bless up Aton for being here. Aton, thanks so much, man. What do you want to say about that? <laughs> and I want to bless Psyche for her blessings, which were clearly meant to make me very happy with her. That was weird. Why was she doing that? Yeah, that was great. I'm going to smite um, uh, the guy who dressed up like a Nazi. Come on, man. Come yeah. on. You lost your job. I'm going to also bless people noticing tight. Hell yeah. Thanks for listening, humans. Find the God Pod wherever you get your podcasts. The God Pod. Have it Yahweh. New commandment. If thou art a billionaire, thou shalt not beg normal folks for eight bucks. For truly it is pathetic. Any billionaire who does this shall be booed to hell and gone whenever they enter public. Stop being greedy pricks, damn it. The Lord has spoken. 